Hey, and welcome to the 12 Stone Church Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to be a part of today's message. We hope it inspires you, encourages you, and deepens your faith in Jesus. Enjoy the message. Well, there you have it, moms or mama. That's a gift. That's the first half of the gift. More is coming at the close of today's service. So happy Mama's Day. And let's start right in with the question. What would Mary say to moms? Now, now she would say it to all women, and it would apply for all of us. But today, let's talk to moms. What would Mary, the mother of Jesus, man, wouldn't we love her wisdom? What would she say to moms? Well, let's Right off the top, let's, let's just jump in. I think she would say, God is strong in you. God is strong in you. You be strong in God. God is strong in you. Now you go be strong in God. Hey, say that out loud to yourself. Just say, God is strong in me. I'll go be strong in God. In fact, in fact if you're with a husband and wife, a couple, a, a family, say it to each other. Just say to each other, hey, God is strong in you. Point at each other. God is strong in you. You be strong in God. See, Mary, she traveled through trials. She understands the importance of what it means to have God be strong in you. Let's walk it out. She was young, probably early mid-teens. And the angel of the Lord comes to her and says, God's chosen you to be the mother of the Messiah. Wow, chosen. By, by the way, moms, God chose you to be the mother of the kids he's entrusted to you. Equally, wow. So, Mary's life gets shifted with that great joy, but great trial. She has to travel pregnant all the way to Bethlehem from Nazareth. That's about a 90-mile a trip, and that's, that's while pregnant, and that's probably on a donkey. That's not in a Cadillac. And, and when she gets there, talk about trial, she's got to give birth to her firstborn, Jesus. And this is not in a hospital, and this is not with an epidural, <laughs> In fact, I've, we have four kids. I, I've watched Marcia carry for nine months and give birth to number one, number two, number three, by the way, no epidural, and, and, and number four, late in life, as they say. And I, I've said to her, she knows this. Is, <sighs> Marcia, I would, I, I would work 60 hours a week, every week for 40 years without vacation before I'd ever do that once. So moms, kudos to you. But there's, there's, there's trial in that. I mean, Mary traveled through trials just trying to get her kids to get along. Maybe you've never thought about this. But she gives birth to the Son of God, the Messiah. But their kids behind her, several children, they didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah. They thought by the time he, be, he, he became rabbi and 30 years over, three years of ministry, they thought he was out of his mind. He was crazy. All Mary wants as a mom, just I want my kids to get along. Don't you want your kids to get along? Wouldn't that be wonderful during this COVID season if they just got along? Any season of life. Our uh, only daughter, Julissa, she had to have a dog 
when, when she was young. She loved animals, and, and she had to have a dog. And we finally conceded in her middle school years. Mickey was the dog. Here's a, here's a picture of her with, with Mickey and all her and his glory. And she loved Mickey. She just didn't love taking care of Mickey, and he was a pain. I just, I'm going to be blunt. Because she, could, she wouldn't take care of him. She wouldn't, we wouldn't, he couldn't keep up with where he pooped and peed, to be honest with you. And so one, one, <laughs> one day, favorite family story, Josh, her older brother, wakes up and goes to put on his shoes. And, and Mickey peed in his shoe. I mean, it was so gross. Mickey didn't help the kids get along. But as a mom, you just watch kids get along. I mean, Mary, listen. Her other children didn't even believe that she was the virgin mom of the Son of God. All this she carried in her heart. Trials. Oh, she had her trials. Did you know she was widowed? Probably a single mom for a while. We don't know exactly when or timing. So our best understanding, the last time we hear about Joseph is when Jesus is 12 years old. And then then, then we don't hear about Joseph again. So best understanding, even by the time he gets to the cross, gee, Joseph is gone. Single mom. Man, I have a tenderness towards single moms. We do as a church, you know that. My, I was raised by a single mom last half of my growing up years. My mom was probably 33, 34 when they divorced. Mary had her trials. How about the ultimate trial? I guess I don't know. But watching your own son whipped, crucified, the anguish, the trial of enduring that, I, nah. and, and no, where's your other kids? No mention of them there at the, at the crucifixion. Where's James? But probably we think perhaps uh, the, the next born. And the reason we know is because Jesus looked down at his mother from the cross and said, Mother, behold your son, referring to his disciple John. John, behold your mother, meaning Jesus was dying and transferring leadership responsibility as the firstborn for his mom, which helps us know that Joseph probably wasn't around. And, and, and where were the other kids? Where was James? And in fact, she went to live with John after that. Oh, the trials that she carried. And you got to begin to wonder, was her trials and what she walked through what helped form in James the writing in the book of James. Right off the top, what James teaches us. Look at this in James chapter 1. Consider it pure joy, pure what everybody? Joy, say it with me. Wherever you are, on, on your own, at the house, in the kitchen, with family, with friends, in the car. Say it with me. Consider it pure what everybody? Joy. Consider what? Pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Whether you're in the middle of COVID or economic insecurity or instability, whether your marriage is going through a trial, your family, your parenting, your kids, your career, your faith, your character. Trials of many kinds. Why? Because. Why would you have joy? Because. Because what? You know something. You know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. There is a perseverance and endurance required to grow up. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I mean, you got to ask yourself, did, did the Holy Spirit inspire that through James? Because James learned about navigating trials through his mom. He figured out that, that watching his mom, she went through many trials. In fact, he was part of giving her some trials. <laughs> let's go, I've already said, but let's go back. John 7 is where it says it. 
For even his own brothers, Jesus, even Jesus' own brothers did not believe in him. James didn't believe in him. Man, Mary wanted her kids. She knew that Jesus was the only way to restoration with God in real life. Ah, but here's when we learn that on the resurrection of Jesus, he appeared to his younger brother, James. How do we know that? It's from 1 Corinthians 15. Paul tells us about it. He recorded, then he, Jesus, appeared to James. So we know we appeared to him. Oh, moms, how good that is when you carry something and you go through trials and you want to see things come together for your family or for your kids. And finally it happens. James comes into the faith. Maybe he influenced all the other kids. This had to be so encouraging for Mary. Look at what James says in, in, in the opening of his book. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, not my big brother. Oh, now he knows Jesus Christ is Lord. He's my Lord. See, James bows. See, what would Mary say to you? You'd say, have all joy, pure joy. Why? Because you know, in the midst of the trial, you know, you know, you know what other people don't know. You know, in the midst of your trial, that God is over you and in you. God is strong in you. You know that God is over your marriage and in your marriage. You know God is over your kids and in your kids. You know God is over your circumstances and in your circumstances so you can have joy because you know God will bring this together for good somehow, some way. You, this is what you trust. And so Mary's going to tell us God is strong in you. And this is what you're going to tell us. God is strong in you. See, if you follow Jesus, he's strong in you. James bowed and he said, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wasn't the first to say that. We have the story of Mary in Luke chapter one. The angel comes to her and says, you're invited, offered to be the mother of the Messiah. And what does she say in response? Look at Luke chapter one, verse 38. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. <laughs> oh, Mary declared it before James ever did. Hmm? Listen, if you're listening, you're a mom. You're a dad, whoever, whoever, listen, if you're a mom and you never said yes to Jesus, join Mary. Come huh? a follower. Come as a servant of his. Get a relationship with God restored. Maybe you're more like James and your arms are folded and you're like, nah. But in this season, you're awakening and the spirit of God is drawing you. Man, unfold those arms, open your heart. And like James, bow to him. See, mom's. The Holy Spirit would remind you that God is strong in you. Therefore, you can have great joy in him. And Mary didn't know how long the trial would be. She didn't know. She didn't know when she would see the breakthrough through perseverance and endurance. She didn't know when this would lighten in the trial, but she knew that she could trust God. No, listen, not trust God to make it easy. Trust God to be strong in her. Do you hear that? Not trust God to make it easy. Trust God to be strong in her and in time. God can bless. He can bless. It's in God's heart, moms, to bless you. Often he does it through others. We get to be a part of blessing people. In fact, we came across a small group. Small group, single mom, small group at 12 Stone. And we thought, wow, this would be fun to do a God-sized blessing. God-sized fun. Check it out. It's worth the whole seven minutes. Oh. 
Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm Kathy Fish, and I've been at 12 Stone since 2011. The church I was attending just didn't really know what to do with a single mom. 12 Stone was very welcoming and have been serving with H12 and M12 and uh, the children's ministry for a while. I just, I love serving and really knew that there was a need for a single mom's group. Uh, then I met Tammy through serving in M12 and she and I talked and decided that a single mom's group would be something we were interested in starting. amazing. She has been a single mom for about seven years now. She has a daughter that's a junior. She's just the type of person that gives and gives and gives and never ever asks for anything. So here's the way we're going to toss them. I throw frisbees. Martha is in real estate and COVID has really hurt her financially. She changed positions right before it started and so she lost a lot of contacts. She has just struggled financially, has put some bill payments on hold and is just worried that once the bill payers come back asking for the money, she's not sure what's gonna happen. She's worked really, really hard for everything she has and I just don't want her to have to worry about losing a home for her daughter and a car to get her out. So what are our plans? So we, 12 Stone, has been very generous and we are going to surprise Martha. Because of social distancing, use Frisbees <laughs> to got, allow her- got a name right there. <laughs> allow her to be blessed, yeah. so. Hello. Hey, can you come outside for a second? Hey, happy Mother's Day. So 12 Stone has a gift for you. <laughs> yeah, nice catch. <laughs> nice catch. Dear Martha, we know your job change came at a bad time, so we want to make sure you have transportation. Here's a check to pay off four months of car payments. Happy Mother's Day to Thank you so much. Yeah, you do have a second gift. You ready? Uh, dear Martha, it doesn't do much to have traffic transportation if you can't if you don't feel confident in having a place to live. So here's a check to pay off four months of mortgage too. We love you, Twelve Stone. children all under the age of 12. She is working from home throughout this, so she's still maintained her job, which is great. But she has been raising three kids on her own. Um, I know school's almost out, but still we've got kids fighting over iPads. One of the things that she has in her home is a board of her debt so that her kids can see they haven't gone on vacations, they haven't gone on trips, she doesn't splurge on herself, she's teaching them. Yeah. She just um, has said that you know, she can't wait till it's paid off so that her and the kids can do something fun. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey girl, 
I told you I have a Mother's Day present for you. <laughs> okay, so dear Hannah, we know it's been hard to balance all three kids' education while sharing one iPad. Look in front of your garage to find an iPad for each of my kids. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh That's... My God. <laughs> That's not it. Oh, no. No? Oh, my God. So here is gift number two. Oh, we know that you're in your debt-free journey. You haven't been able to take your family on a vacation in a couple of years. So here's a check to take your family on a vacation. Y'all are going to give me free. And here's the last gift. We also know that you've been having a hard time going on vacation. So if you're not making progress on your debt payoff, so here's a check to put towards my next. Are you kidding me? Tammy and I, our stories are so very similar, and we both have older kids. We've become incredibly close. She lives in an older home, and she's done a great job with everything, but she's mentioned a couple times that she would love an oven. If <laughs> you don't have an oven, you realize how much you need an oven. <laughs> Dear Tammy, we heard that your oven gets made fun of. At small group, but we didn't want you to have this matching appliances, so here's a check to buy some good appliances. Now I get to do a surprise. Oh, hey, Kathy. Sorry, I, I forgot. All right, we know that senior, CJ's senior year is coming up and tuition is looming on the horizon, so here's a check to alleviate that burden. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, wait, hold on, oh. get ready. Oh, this is in not... the dirt. <laughs> your new job requires more of you than you're used to and it's hard to care for others if you don't have time to care for yourself. So after talking with CJ, Here's a check to provide you the home gym that CJ said you've been wanting. Oh my goodness! I didn't want... You have to. You have to receive it. Come on now, church. Isn't that just a beautiful thing? I mean, that is so cool. And yes, first time I saw it, and even now again, I teared up. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a softie. You know, maybe just thinking about my single mom uh, growing up and, and what that would have meant to her. And, you know, honestly, people did that for us. They did that for her. And God blesses people through people. It's part of who we get to be as a church. It's in the heart of God to bless you, moms. Sometimes we get to be a part of doing that for one another. It's a beautiful thing. It's partly why it says, be, be, be full of joy. Have pure joy. Why? Because you know God is over and in things. Now, you don't know when all you get through the end of the trial. You, you don't know the end of a trial. But you know you can trust God not to make it easy. But to give you strength and make you strong. So what do you do practically? Let me put something on the board. I just want you to think about. Let me give you something practically. Pray yourself out of weariness. Let me just jot it down. Just, just a thought for you. Pray yourself out of weariness. See, God is strong in you. So you, 
You pray yourself out of weariness. We, we all get weary, but prayer is the trigger, the key to connecting with God and his power in your life so God can be strong in you. Give your kids a praying mom. Hey, Jesus had a praying mom. James had a praying mom. I had a praying mom. So it's no wonder that James wrote later on in scripture, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, pray. In the same section, he says, pray. God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given you. What an amazing, kind God. Bring the power of God to bear, to pour out on your, your marriage or your family or your your leadership in the home as a single mom, over your kids, over your circumstances, over your uncertainty. In other words, pray yourself out of weariness. Out of weariness, into wisdom, and into the joy of God. Moms, because of God being strong in you, you could be the most joyful instead of the most fearful in this season of uncertainty or anxiety. You could. See, joy is not based on circumstances around you. It's based on what God's doing in you. Joy is a supernatural choice in the midst of trial. So Mary would say, God is strong in you. So what? So you be strong in God. I mean, she would drive this in because we all get weary. Moms, I know you get weary. We know this. In fact, we asked you <laughs> just to have a little smile. You know, how, how do you get some time for yourself during quarantine? And here was one the toast on mom responses enjoy hey moms who out there needs some alone time from your kids i do so here is me attempting to get those coveted 10 minutes of time without our kids um so camo on we're gonna have to be a little sneaky i got a padlock and a safe place to lock my kids all right i'm gonna go test it out Oh, hey guys, let's go all jump on the trampoline. Come on, let's go. It's gonna be so fun. Oh, it's gonna be so fun. Come on. Oh, cool. It could be going better. All right, there's no time to change. Just get what you need to have 10 minutes of alone time and make use of it. so entertaining but we know that there's that side of it you just need to get time for yourself but in this whole quarantine there's another side what are what are some of your sweetest moments in quarantine and we got a lot of responses here's one from a 12 stone mom being a working mom is hard but being a work from home mom during this quarantine has been even more stressful and so i had to put things into perspective normally i'm in the office and i miss out on all the sweet moments with this little one so it's been nice to be home to watch her grow and develop so moms be patient with yourself i know you're out of patience and out of tissue but that's okay because your kids they're loving being home with you and spending all this valuable time with you right right one two three And you are having sweet moments with your kids. Sometimes you just got to lock them away, so to speak, and try and get a few moments for yourself. 
Make sure you get those. Sometimes it's the sweetest, kindest, most precious moments. You want to get away from them, and when you do, you're like, oh, but I love them. I want to get back. And Mary, mother of Jesus, would encourage you. She's been through trial. She's endured. She's persevered. And she would tell you, you be strong in God. Listen, he's strong in you. So you got to choose. You got to embrace this. You got to be strong in God. Yes, we all get weary. But listen, you don't choose to be weak. You're going to be weary. We're all going to be weary. But you don't have to be weak. Those are different things. I mean, let's be honest. It's under pressure that we gain emotional, spiritual, and character muscle. Listen, it's under high pressure that you rise or fall. It's under, it's under high pressure that you go up or down in a career, but you're under pressure. That's what forms you. In sports, as athletes, it's under pressure that you form into becoming a greater athlete. Marriage forms under pressure. Every marriage is easy if it's always downhill, but you form and forge marriage under pressure. You form your kids under pressure. You're not there to take all the pressure away from your kids and make it easy. You're there to help form their character and faith under pressure. God forms us under pressure. Listen, in this whole season right now across the world, faith is being formed. You're either rising or falling. And God's telling you, endure under pressure, persevere. Let God form himself deeply in you. Let's go back to what James wrote. The inspiration of the Holy Spirit, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work. This has to be completed. You got to grow up, finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. God is forming you and blessing you in this season. So endure. Yes, he's strong in you, but you got to be strong in him. You got to receive that. You got to live out of that. Sure, you're weary. Hang out with your girlfriends and the social distancing and fellow moms and vent over the weariness and frustration. But listen, before it's done, make sure the last thing you say is something like this mantra. See, I think Mary would want to encourage you to this. She would say, God is strong in you. You'll be strong in God. She said, whatever you do, make sure that's the last thing you text each other. Make sure that's the last thing you say for each other. Encourage one another. Because we all experience weariness, but we don't have to be weak. Don't use that as permission to be weak. God is strong in you. Weariness is a shared experience, but weakness, that's a choice. You don't have to be. In fact, let me give you something practical. Put it here on the board. Talk yourself into toughness. Just think about that. Talk yourself into toughness. All of us, all of us talk to ourselves. We do. We're not insane. In fact, that's probably how we remain sane. But you talk to yourself. And what you say to yourself helps form a truth in you. If you tell yourself, I can't do this. If you say that in your soul, in your marriage, as a mom, whatever stress or circumstance or uncertainty or anxiety or worry comes to you, if you keep telling yourself, I can't do this, you're right. You can't. You talked yourself into weakness. But because God is strong on you, you can be strong in the Lord. Talk yourself into toughness. Say, God is with me. And listen, that perseverance, that endurance is what God can bless. Look, look at how James finishes that all, this off. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Mary lived a blessed life, not free from trial, 
but through trial. And she would tell you, moms, God is strong in you. Be strong in God. In fact, I'd love to pray that over you. I love coming to the close of a teaching and and just praying that the spirit of God would help you receive it and live out of it. But I'm not going to. Not today. On this Mother's Day, I'm going to have another mother pray for you, the mother of my children. So, Marsha, come on up here, baby. I know that if, if we were in, everybody was in the room, we would all join together and we'd applaud and people would prefer to you have you up here instead of me. I get all that. That's awesome. Spectacular. Love you, baby. Great to see you. Thanks for taking a moment to do this. I, I, I know you love moms and you, you share the experience and the journey Absolutely. with all of them. I know you understand trial because we've been through a whole lot of them together. Challenges and marriage and, and economic challenges and highs and lows and insecurities and things between us and how do you work through that and then parenting. Uh, we've got four. We've been, we're not quite done. Uh, have mercy. Uh, those are challenging. Absolutely. Uh, with with uh, firstborn, Josh, uh, Josh he's I, can I say he's sort of, sort of like you? And well, he has my gift, <laughs> my gift of um, stubbornness and independence. <laughs> and so he, very often, we couldn't get him to do what we wanted him to do. He has to be internally motivated. Yeah. So it was challenging, it challenging was. for quite a while. Yeah, we hit times, remember, coming out of college even, you know, I mean, all, yeah. all through the years and then coming out of college and like, okay, but, yeah, get the CPA. Yeah, it took him forever and to yet, even get motivated to start. But once he did and he hunkered down into it, yeah. he completed it. And he did it on his own and he did great. And like, like that, yeah, you see in your kids things that can hurt them or help them. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons we're so proud of Josh is because when he finally settles something with the Lord and with himself, he does have your gift and you have that gift. Absolutely. There's an independent stubbornness, but it also has a driving capacity to persevere and endure. Yes. And that that he's now his own man with this right. wife and kids and his CPA. And we're just I mean, we could just stand up and applaud who Absolutely. he's become. So you don't know how that's always going to work out. And Julissa, oh, my goodness, <laughs> enduring that I almost got to fold my arms and say, love that girl. But during our teenage years, the run ins yeah. that you two had dads, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yeah, we kind of clashed a bit in our uh, in her teen years, and honestly, I think most moms do clash with their daughters in their teen years. And that dog, I felt like <laughs> I was the one who was taking care of the dog, not her, although she would disagree with me. <laughs> and honestly, sometimes I would say, I don't know if she'll ever be a good mom if she can't take care of a dog. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> However, she actually is a great mom. She's an amazing mom now. And we are closer than ever. So I would say to moms out there with daughters who are giving you a little bit of grief, they'll come around. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if you probably if you'd known now how this would come out, yeah. you would have had more joy then. Absolutely. Right? I mean, if you knew those things. And when Jake transitioned and we, I remember when we moved, do you remember when we moved? That, that was a tough move. We thought mostly on Jake. We were pulling from right. friends. He was like nine and um, that was a rough move. Yeah. We prayed. We did. We prayed, first of all, that we would get a home where he wouldn't have to leave his school. Yep. And that worked out really well, thankfully. And then we also prayed that he would have some friends in the neighborhood that he could play with and become uh, companions for him. And he, he got them. Yeah, God answered that 
prayer who who do sports with him and right. and those relationships are still yep they it, sure are intact i mean he became a great friend they became a, yep. you might listen to that and say well that's not a trial it it was for us yep. you know it it may trials may sound small to other moms and dads but what you're in it and you're like mm-hmm. i know that our kid is going to crash if they don't get through this and you were a praying mom over him and right. it's such a gift and he's 25 now and doing well and um and i you know we thought about this let's do this we thought about taking a sidebar moment um our son's 25 jake and when we watched uh what's happened with ahmad aubrey um it it tore us up i mean i think in part because uh our son was born in the same year and there's something about he's a jogger and i'm not comparing um my my son doesn't face the racist issues that um, Ahmad faced, so I'm not confused. But what that uh, family has gone through, and just the injustice, and we're trusting and praying that that God will bring justice, and it looks like God's moving in that way. And um, we've been praying for it. We doing the run, did the run uh, Friday. Uh, you know, the 2.2 uh, three miles, just in a memory uh, for him. And I I used it to pray uh, for their family, and uh, we've done that church I know it's in your heart you wish we could do something uh, I don't know what we can do we have uh, staff that are connected in Brunswick to their church pastor and talked with the dad and they're going to be talking with the mom I don't know that we can do anything but we've said how can we support how can we support not just say stuff but and we don't know I mean it, everything's on the table from I know they've had the funeral, but maybe we can, you know, reimburse or help. I don't know. It's maybe it sounds silly. Maybe headstone. We're we're just saying to them, uh, how can a, a group of people who want to support you support you? Um, anyhow, that's just on a mom's day like this. Uh, we we care for Wanda and pray uh, for her. Uh, anyhow, when you talk about that, you feel like you have no trials. Right. Like 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 you've had. We've never gone through. We're not right. even comparing. Although in our world. So true. You know, our, the trial of having number four it may, may not make sense to you. I was 42. You were 41. We were so yeah. far past done. We had no evidence that we had young no. children in our lives. And that was a little yeah. trial for us. I mean, just being that age and knowing I would have to go through another pregnancy. And on top of that, because of the chaos that it created in our marriage and just the direction that we were going one way and now we're going to be veering off another direction made it hard. And I just remember that um, all the chaos during that time and thinking, I don't know if I can manage this. I've got children in all different stages of their lives. How are we going to get through this? And I remember that I had a parent-teacher conference right around there with one of the kids. And of course, I always dread parent-teacher conferences, as probably a lot of moms do, because not only is it evaluating your child, but you feel like it's evaluating you as well. And so I went to this dreading it. And when I got there, it was actually a pretty positive experience. And I kind of breathed a sigh of relief. And then God reminded me that so many of the parent-teacher conferences that I'd gone through with all the kids were positive experiences. And you know what? I must be doing something right, even if it isn't all perfect. And so after that, I just felt God saying to me, just have confidence. Have confidence in the fact that I'm with you and I will be with you, and you can um, just trust in me. So he's kind of like a partner in all this, not do me doing it on my own. Yeah. 
and Jaden became a mama's boy at first. Yes. Then a sure. daddy's boy. Now he's 16. Yeah. He's becoming his own man. So proud of him. And yeah, he's doing great. Um, man, you've been a praying mom. You still are. Would you pray over moms? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'd love to pray over the moms. And I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget the good stuff. Let's bow our heads. Pray. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, I first want to thank you for my godly mom. As I look over all the things she taught me and all of the things I put her through, I'm grateful for her love and her patience, for teaching me how to cook, how to clean, how to care for my babies, and how to love you. We may not all have children, but we all have a mom, and we thank you for them. And I thank you for all the moms out here today. They have sacrificed so many things, their sleep, their time, their bodies, their careers, their nights and weekends. Most of us feel like we don't know what we're doing. We want our kids to turn out right, whatever that means. We feel responsible even if we shouldn't. Help us to be brave. Help us to know that you are strong in us so that we can be strong in you. Help us to know that we aren't doing this alone. So I pray over these women, Lord. Give them the confidence to persevere through infants, toddlers, elementary, middle, and high schoolers, and through the craziness of COVID-19. Give us strength, Father. And be with Ahmad's mom, Wanda. Give her justice for her son. Give her comfort, peace, and strength. May she focus on all the good memories she shared with him on this Mother's Day. And may we do the same, Lord. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for spending time with us today. A special thanks to those of you who generously give through 12 Stone. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. And if you want to learn more about 12 Stone, make sure you follow us on social at 12 Stone Church and check out a location or a watch party near you. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you could subscribe, share it with your friends, hit the share button, or even take a screenshot and throw it in your social stories. And make sure to tag 12 Stone Church. Let it be a blessing to somebody else. Thank you again, and we'll catch you on the next one.